Money is a tough mon- sub- subject to talk about. Money It's hard to talk about money with some people. Money can mean a lot or it can mean very little. And what I mean by that is like it can mean a whole lot of people to where it is the make it or break it. You There is a situation at work that's improving. <laughs> I guess I can probably talk about it now because it's my own thing. But at work, there is an issue with people getting paid. And some people aren't too happy. Some people feel like if you're not being paid adequately, your time isn't worth it. You you go to a job to get you as an adult or as an individual, you go to a job to get money f- to fulfill the standards of living that you have. And you have a situation to either change your standard of living or change your employment. That's just really the two baselines of what you do. And we're situ- we're having a situation where we transitioned into a different system. We're going to be paid back those hours that we've missed, but we have to like communicate that hey, this I am a victim of the system change. So a lot of people are being upset. A lot of people are concerned about their pay because sometimes their pay means the standard of living. It meets the the maximum or minimum of their current standard of living, and so it's tough. It's tough to where you're not if you don't pay your coworkers, if you don't pay your people enough money, they may find employment elsewhere, or you force them to just adjust and conform in. You either reduce the level, the quality of life and that kind of stuff for people. Money is a make it or break it when it comes to friends and family. And it's really tough. You may have that one cousin that just asks money. And after the third or second time or the first time, you can't just lend the money anymore because that you're, you're not that reliable to, to give back the money. It's a tough situation and tough conversation to understand that money can make relationships or can break it and it can make relationships by a lot of things i've learned the hard way or i've learned over a course of over the course of a period of time in my life to where i understand that the value of money comes from what it can provide and if i can just buy if i can buy the time at a good restaurant for my partner and i for me and my family sure Maybe that money is a little worth it, and I'll just eat within the means. However, if I'm spending money on things that I won't use over the next three months, over the next six months, then that is probably a waste of time. It's actually a kind of a sad situation for myself as well, because as someone who's gotten busier, I'm so thankful for having a subscription to PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus, I I pay for... I pay a... A sum and throughout the year I'm getting free games on their PlayStation device I am a PlayStation boy from the time that I talked about it um, to from the time I talked about in PlayStation 2 the time from the time I talked about video games until now I am a PlayStation boy I play PC casually um, I do need to get back on some PC games because I also have to be thankful for someone who has not enough time to spend money on a game, 
I have games available because of the Epic Game Store. I have games available because of my subscription. And I have games available because of Game Jolt or Steam under free. And it's a very different environment to where 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we had to save up our money to get a video game for the PlayStation 1, 2, for the Game Boy, Ed, for the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance XP, for our handheld or current generation game to where that's going to be the game that we play for a few months. That is a game that we are subjugated to until the next time we are free or the next time that we have money. And it's it's almost funny. It's When we were younger, we were constricted to what games we can play based on the amount of money we had. But now we're in an age to where you can... Emulators are possible for some games. Free games are optional on our computers and our hands for the for the phone. And it's crazy to where money has set standards to where if you want a better quality game, well, you got to fork the money. I forked a one-time subscription at in the at, at the end of every November to get free games and the variety of games at PlayStation will depend. But it's also very good to where I don't have to worry about it for a year because I'm getting a constant flow of video games that are for subscription providers, users, and that's okay. For my current schedule, I need to spend my money on things that will provide experience and to enrich experiences. Like maybe we can just add, maybe this dessert, maybe we can spend the extra money on dessert. Maybe we can go here instead of McDonald's. Maybe we can go to Magiano's instead of Olive Garden this one time. The whole point of money needs to be viewed as a tool. You want to increase your quality of time? Sure, spend that extra money on maybe that dessert, maybe on those chocolates later. And sometimes you have you can't rely on money too much. Uh, I've had I've had stories said to where some people went to a lending club and they borrowed money to pay off that debt getting your debt paid off does not mean getting getting your paid debt paid off by a loan company does not mean you can use that credit card for other things it's it's kind of toxic you have to set boundaries with money because money can make or break your relationship and my I, I have a really bad relationship with money personally because for the longest time, um, my habits with money spending has come from my parents. My dad has always did the bare minimum, but he squeezed the life out of that bare minimum. But my mom, my mom had a situation where we went to California. It's so funny. We to save cost and expenses. There'd be times to where we would have like a huge luggage. And there's a electric pitcher. There is constant. There's like a stock of ramen, and there'd be times to where when we were in Florida for Disney World, she she wanted to pinch as much money as she could by using the expenses already to eat to to go to Disney, but at the price of us being at a hotel and we have. Our breakfast being ramen, and maybe we would eat something later in the day. Um, at the at the uh, 
Disney World. And I remember at the time to where it was funny to where during one of our nights at Epcot, there'd be a situation where <laughs> we went to a McDonald's stand and we were hungry. So it was a matter of the it was a matter of feeding two school aged boys herself and my dad. And so we just somehow decided to go to like the McDonald's stand and say, Hey, let's get on during twenty nugs. Forty per person, right? hundred twenty nugs. And they were flabbergasted. But that makes sense because we have a body of four people. And so for even though we had that Disney World experience, she did there there was a value in what she spent. She spent so much money on us going on cruises. We went to do different cruises. She spent money on us going to Disneyland and I can't be thankful enough for it. I'm thankful for those experiences. And that's what the association is. The association has to be aware. I am thankful to be here because of the investment I made by paying this X amount of dollars. But there's some situations to where, like your cousin, if you if your cousin's asking for money the first time and you and they don't pay it back, okay, shame on them. But if you give them money knowing that they won't pay it back, shame on you. So you have to gauge your limit to money. I know that. I might I'm in, I'm in a situation where sometimes money is scarce but I have to be at least flexible with paying for food because ultimately we don't go out to eat that often we have a chicken and broccoli diet as our normal groceries I have that diet um, uh, Joanna eats a little differently and so again there is a we have to settle at the moment I have to settle at the moment to where I'm either having toast with sunflower butter and chicken and broccoli at work. But once in a while, we can at least have gratitude for the time with our loved ones by maybe having a fancy dinner, like a good like hot pot dinner. Maybe sometimes we can possibly just pay that extra movie ticket because that's to buy the experience of just relaxing. And your where you value or where you set the importance of money does matter because again it can break relationships for as much experience and as much joy that my family had in those trips it definitely went downhill sometimes to where i don't understand why my mom bought jewelry because like i don't, I, I could accept her buying jewelry if she was explicit and she was clear that this was for herself I can't be happy when my mom like thinks about getting jewelry because, oh, I'm doing it for an investment. Buying jewelry for investment is not a good idea if you don't have the expendable income because my mom was always working these overtimes because we had a standard living. And yet, even though we had these standards of living, she wasn't living. She worked these overtimes because... That's what demanded of her because we had these trips. And at some point we stopped having vacations and she would keep doing the she would keep doing those jobs. She would some she would order out she would order takeout once a week and that turned into every three days, every four days, and it was unhealthy. She had an unhealthy relationship with money to where, oh, I don't have time. And so she 
saved her time of cooking by buying food. Now that can be very helpful for some people who do have that busy schedule. But also she had a situation where she could have relied on her family and just lived within your means. And that's a huge point sometimes to where there is a stress of living in excess. We, we, people parade gift, people parade, parade credit cards, people parade ways to spend money and then paid back later. And yeah, as long as you have the expendable, as long as you have the disposable income to pay those fees, great. As long as you can meet your standard of living, I don't care what you spend your money on. If you need to use your credit card to pay for car expenses, sure, that is appropriate. If you need to spend your money on immediate repairs, credit cards are great lifesavers on important situations like, oh, I need tires, I have to buy them now. Oh, I need brakes, I need to buy them. I need to pay the money to save time later because if the longer you prolong it, those issues we will just like spread out and just hurt you later. It'll bite you in the ass more later if you don't take care of the issue. So a lot of the times I'm transforming my situate my um perspective of money to where if I have a credit card, I have to use it primarily on emergencies like Oh, I need I need that car I need that car part that I don't have to like spend every day of the week on. I'm not spending I'm not spending money like I'm not spending money on car parts like I would with coffee. They they don't equate. So you have to gauge to where okay maybe I don't need that coffee sometimes, but I do need that engine a lot more than my coffee because I just need to sleep more in that case. Whereas I can't sleep the solution to my car problem. So you have to definitely make a statement and make a line for yourself to determine what is what is important. Will I be spending these $50? Is there an immediate gratification on when you spend that money? The There is a... Uh, what is that phrase? Declining... Uh, declining depreciation depreciation of there's a whole thing to where like there's you can have a lot of money <laughs> and there's a there's a there's a depreciation of value depreciation of value and It, how do you, it's, it's really, fun. I'm sorry for stuttering on this podcast, but essentially it's kind of like the same, it's kind of like the squid game analogy to where if everybody uh, won the game, they would have enough to cover their standard of living plus maybe expenses to like maybe excess, a little bit of excess. There's a certain point to where money can't be the end all be all. There's a lot of times where most, there's a lot of people who earn a large amount of money. There's a certain kind of money that will give you happiness. And then at that point, once your base needs are fulfilled, 
you become sad because you don't know what to spend it on. So you spend in excess to justify the income that you make. And it's a really tough line to determine whether or not that the amount you make will mean something. There was, I, with a grain of salt, there was a study that Gary Vaynerchuk explained to where there's a lot of people to where people, in the beginning, you would rather trade your happiness for money. But at some point, you need to know when you can go down a pay, pay grade if it means your happiness. There's a lot of times where people are, are people who make 75000 a year are a lot happier than those who make 100000 a year. And that just really depends on your situation. If you're in a situation where your lifestyle requires that $100,000, that may mean you are a leader in the family. That may mean that you have kids going through school. That may mean a plethora of things. But if you're a small family, maybe that $100,000 is not worth your happiness. Maybe that $75,000 may keep you at home earlier so that you and your partner can have a relationship. And the amount of money that you make does kind of correlate. When does the amount of money stop being beneficial? When does it stop giving you a sense of happiness? And I want to figure out a way to be in a good place with money. I want to figure out how to be happy with the amount of money that I have. I need to figure out how do I cover the cost of my standard of living and then just go from there. Instead of this, instead of my room being a, a major project, it has to be a side job. It has to be a non-priority thing because I need to cover my standard of living first. And that's what a lot of people have to do. I don't know. That is just my grain of salt. I have to work on this. And I think that's my two cents. I don't know how much more I can talk about in this conversation other than the times I brought about my parents. But... If you stayed, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, please consider following on social media. Follow me on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Subscribe. It's free. It helps me out. Thanks so much for watching. And as always, my name's Tyler. I'm your friend. And I'll see you next time. Bye.